This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast where we fantasy draft anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we're drafting fictional bosses. Our guest today is a comedian who you've seen on Conan, At Midnight, Chelsea Lately, Mad TV, Asian Carter, several commercials, one that was at the Super Bowl and I nearly choked on, I think it was a, it was either a seven, it was between a seven and nine layer bean dip because I didn't expect it. And then I saw my boy during the fucking Super Bowl. You already know who it is. It's Matt Bronger. His new special, Doug, is available everywhere October 6th over at moment.com. CO, we're going to talk about that more. I'm your host, Ian Carmel, and I'm joined, as always, by David Borey and fresh off of a television appearance. Woot, woot, woot. Still probably wearing the makeup, still glowing <laughs> like a Halloween pumpkin. <laughs> Sean Jordan. He's rubbing his nipples right now. This isn't a joke. Yeah, He's actually he doing really that. really did. Yep. Yep. It was a bold move, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was hot. Everything. The podcast that was earnestly rubbing his nipples while while I was doing the first intro. Yeah, I don't know why David was doing that, man, but what do you what do you gotta do? <laughs> David was rubbing my nipples. David was da- ever one time. I bet you have at some point. Doubt it. I would rather I would uh, I it would remember. feel less it would feel less intimate to touch your penis than to rub both your nipples at the same time. <laughs> hmm. It earnestly would. I don't Yeah, one hundred percent. I yeah. hate to quibble with you. That's you know what that's debatable, but <laughs> yeah. I, though, and speaking as a, I'm older than you guys. I've had both. Yeah, go on. I've had I've had someone come right up and you know just cop my business, and I've had someone yeah. come up and just start touching my nips, and yeah. both you know it's it's about extremities. Do not touch someone's extremities. Don't touch their face, hands, feet. Don't do it. Penis, nipples, nothing that can dangle. Yes, no. yes, or poke my out. My nipples do. My nipples hang, so it's a they're dangling. It's twice as bad for you then. So yeah, they're yeah. down there. Okay. I really do think. I think like if someone was like like if they'll touch my flaccid penis or they would come up and rub both my nipples. You're outside of your mind. I go like penis, that. dude. I would. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird. It's a weird thing to think of someone just coming up on your flaccid dick and just being like yuck and just like pressing in. Oh, a, a finger. <laughs> I've just had yeah. mine grabbed. So like really oh the whole business the whole like they were pulling an umbrella out of the door of a Bentley yeah uh, wow both <laughs> not to not to brag men and women where it's Hi, like babe. you know it's always that drunk person that's just like they won't expect this and it's like yeah, yeah you're right but that's assault can you back up <laughs> was it after a comedy show yes 
Definitely. Always, always. Oh, mm-hmm. Always. That happened to me after Chelsea, after a Chelsea handler show that I opened for. Like, yes. two drunk ladies. Uh-huh. Just honking on Bobo. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, it is, it is that, <laughs> it, it is a bit of that female entitlement where it's like, this doesn't matter to you. You're just a man. And you're like, okay, yeah. just, just stop. Him. Get stop. Him. Yeah. It's uh, stopped it's, now, it's women. It's been unsaid too long. <laughs> Listen. It stops <laughs> now, women. Yeah. 301, baby, in the it's, building. It's the smallest thing. And it's like, uh, I'm not even mad, but it's just like, you know. Well, how small? It can't be that small. Oh, you're my penis? Guy. Oh, I could go yeah. on and on. <laughs> Folks. Yeah. Come on. I've heard, I've heard Nick names come yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh fat dogger himself <laughs> yeah dude. ironic I was, I was bartending the kentucky derby for a bunch of older gals one time and uh, they started off <laughs> in port- it was on tv it was, you it was in portland yeah okay no, no was i just... wasn't at the derby i was at the track oh, in portland. i wish you guys wouldn't have late leaned in i wish you would have just let that legend grow like he did yeah. <laughs> listeners are like he well, you've had a lot of lives mr jordan well, he has bartended the Preakness. Yeah, they yeah. were getting they were getting juleps, and uh, they would like they started giving just handing me the tips, you know. And by the end of the day, it was like they put it on my stomach, oh, which yeah. isn't that dank, by the way. And they just slide it on down. I'm like, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. We'll do what you got to do. It was yeah. fun. I always say the you know I kind of preferred waiting tables to bartending because when you're bartending, you can't leave. Like you can't walk oh, away. Yeah. You got nowhere to yeah. wait. Oh, you can be like, point. my boss is calling me. I, I got to go in the. I'm sorry, I got to move these plates. You know, and so you're not hostage to that table you are hostage to everyone at the bar and i used to work banquets and like you know a wedding and there's just like single people that are just getting super looped and then there'd be this little group of women that are just trying to get their friend laid or whatever and they're just like so what's your deal do you have and you're like (laughs) go i have a girlfriend I have, I, have a, I have a girlfriend. You're just standing there. You're like, I'm broke. That's my deal. <laughs> That's I don't want to be bartending yeah. the wedding. <laughs> I know. I, I'm bartending a wedding. I'm a comedian. Yeah. I remember I was bartending a wedding one time, and somebody comes up, and they go, didn't I see you open for Marin last night? And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah, I mean, what do you want? <laughs> you want a Budweiser? <laughs> yeah. Damn. I got it. Budweiser's free. I still got yeah, rent. They're just like, what's free? I'm researching a role. Yes. Deep cover. Yes. <laughs> I've been deep cover a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't we all? Uh, that guy who's deep cover, uh, Sean Jordan, who was recently doing late night comedy mm-hmm. on television. Yep. Y'all saw it. If you if y'all ain't seen it, y'all need to see it. Yes. It's on YouTube.com. Mm-hmm. How'd it go, dude? How'd it feel? Felt amazing. Every single yeah. part of it, man. I almost they cut this out. I almost dropped those nunchucks and they almost went flying right into that camera. That's what you were and, saying. And I stopped and I was like, oh, <laughs> I really got scared. And then uh, other than that, pretty cool, man. I wasn't nervous until the curtain, until they put you behind the curtain for like three minutes. Yeah. And you're like, what am I doing? What's going on? Yeah, you're back there for and those three <laughs> minutes feel like it probably isn't even three minutes. You're probably back there for like 45 seconds. Yeah, maybe. And they just like, <laughs> I started forgetting Maxine's name. You know, that's the first thing you like. You want to get that first joke out. And uh, I couldn't even remember, uh, you know. Just weird shit. I couldn't remember yeah. words, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? But you, you can't bail, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's you crushed it. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just go, just go. And then I will say, man, it's the best feeling when you right when I as soon as I knew, probably that last like minute where I I was like, okay, you you really you can't screw up now. Then you get like real comfortable, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna do it. And you're just thinking like, mm-hmm. oh, it's gonna be done. I'm gonna have done it. And then you do it, and it's like nothing, nothing can take that away. It's just the best. 17 years. I've been doing stand-up 17 years. And I've been broke. I've sacrificed relationships. I've been long distance. I've done so your, many stupid things. You got your things. wiener honked? I got yeah, my dude, wiener you, honked, You dude. turtled up. Mm-hmm. Tattoos. Turtled out. 
tattoos gotten, tattoos removed. Just Rub your own nipples. Nine. Yeah, man. That was recent. That was that was after the come oh, yeah. up. It's true. It's true. I'm just very happy. That's great. You dude. fucking you crushed it, dude. It's very funny. Yeah, and you know what? Come to Faded tonight and celebrate Ooh. with me if you're in Ooh. Portland. It's gonna be there fun. We have Do Andrew Ruffalo. It's gonna be great. Then I take that red eye to DC at right after Faded. Living that where life. we will be, the three of us. <laughs> yeah, doing stand up comedy at the DC Improv September 30th, October 1st. October two shows each night. Tickets right. still available. The AFE is sold out. But if you're on the Eastern Seaboard. Oh, yeah. You can come see us at the Wilbur Theater doing a live AFE at the Wilbur Theater in Boston on December 15th or the Bell House in Brooklyn December 16th. Bring your ass down from Philly. As I says, you get you sell that Wilbur show out. I'll give you a Philly show. Yeah, you you, you get your ass. You show up at the Wilbur. You'll get a Philly show. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to (laughs) be candid on the podcast and then overconfident on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> we bit off a lot more than we could chew with this Wilbur Theater thing. Big spot. It's, it's My agent bro. was like, it, look, it looks good if you play the Wilbur. And I was like, okay, but how big is it? And they were like, it's like an 800-seat theater. And I was like, all right, I don't know if we know that many people in Boston. Like, we're going to have to get, like, Kevin Garnett to be the guest. So. Done. Yeah. If you're trying to pick which <laughs> show to go about? to, if you're trying to pick which show, or if you've been meaning to see us live and you're on the East Coast or you want to travel and come see us, it's the holiday season. Come to Boston, Massachusetts. See us at the Wilbur Theater. Tickets are going fast. It's almost sold out. (laughs) I was laughing at something else. It's totally almost sold out. (laughs) On Twitter, that's how I'm going to carry myself. But right here, I'm going to level with all of you. Please. I I will say this, man. It is. I won't say it's never been harder to sell tickets, but it just for some reason post everything opening up, then kind of closing, then opening again. It's like people are so gun shy and we're still coming yeah. out of gas prices are way down. Thank God. But it's just, you know, well, somebody went to we were I was going to actually go wake up Sleepy Joe when we went to Washington and be like, hey, yeah. wake up, you know, lower the gas yeah. prices. Yeah. What's up, dude? Yeah. And so he did. And what I appreciate doing? you doing he that. Did. So, yeah, yeah, that was good. Thanks for stepping up for America. Somebody tapped him on the shoulder. That's good. We're, we're pretty political now and we're on the wrong side of everything, Matt. So I, <laughs> I, way to go. Way to go. Just when it's turning the other way. Way to, way that's to, why I got all hard excited right. when you were when you were talking about like anti-women stuff earlier. That was like, yeah, hey. I don't know if that's what he was talking about. I wouldn't say anti-women in the corner, man. We put a guest in the corner. It's like I'm telling you, you are you are Tucker Carlson in, in a lot of interesting points. Sean is wearing a bow tie right now, yeah. just for all the listeners at home. Sean is wearing a bow tie. Yeah, a little bow tie is pierced on my nipples tight. too. Stop touching your nipples! <laughs> no, stop doing it. They got little bow ties stop on. Stop it! I don't love it either. Ah, it's I don't bad. like it. Like you, you, you flick your nipples like you're playing a high bass, and yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah, you put the elbow up. That's I think yeah. that's it. It's not a, yeah. it's not a casual from the bottom. You want to have that Janet Jackson breast cup. That's what you want to be oh, doing. Just from yeah. the bottom. Yeah. From the bottom. Gentle. Yeah. Supportive. I, that's literally my Super Bowl. <laughs> it feels like a good teacher. Yeah. Janet Jackson breast cup. Yep. Just behind you all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Bory is here. Cool guy hey. jokes 77 on Instagram. Hey. He's not on, he's not on, he's not on Twitter. No, I am not on Twitter. So stop so stop, stop asking. Never Ever again. Everyone's asking, again. man. Everybody's asking. It. Fuck that. Stop it. He is on stop TikTok. It. At... Uh, at cool guy jokes 80 heaven i had to change it a little bit uh same old hits though (laughs) a lot of cooking demos Mm -hmm. a lot of of viral dance trends yeah Yeah. all the latest bops hops yeah Yeah. a lot of stitches where it's just you watching another comic set and just going garbage 
garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see yeah. what they're trying yeah. to do there, but a no. Of, a lot of me mouthing other again. comics said, but yes. and with and my all, mannerisms. And all the AFE road gigs at the end. They all yeah. pop up yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you want to see somebody not Gallagher <laughs> mouthing a highly offensive Gallagher bit. Cool guy joke, Sadie Heaven on TikTok. There you go. Your boy. You're going to love it. Oh. You're going to love it. <laughs> I, did, I did Outside Lands with Gallagher. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was Alex Cole and I were sticking around at the, to watch oh, the headline. Cool. And my God, the rumors were true. That's what I That's what wow. I hear. It's highly politicized. Oh, he, he's got a line of people in raincoats. And it's that thing where you're they're, they're seeing how much racist homophobia they can sit through to watch a watermelon get slammed. And then wow. they, they, they'd walk and then they'd let more people in the tent. And it was just after like 20 <laughs> minutes, we were like, let's go somewhere and get a beer. I, I don't want to be here. You know, it's just like this isn't even like a de- like a defeat, not even like outrage, just like no, oh. just like oh, oh no, like we knew it was probably coming. But AK would be a way better hang than watching Gallagher, anyways. AK with better beer in some bar would be dank. There you go, way, way better than Gallagher. Yes, yes, friendship, friendship is always better. Yeah, man. <laughs> just like David's long term friendship with Gallagher, with Ga- Gallagher. <laughs> I'm actually friends with Gallagher too. A lot of people yeah. don't realize. Oh, that. interesting. He's legit, dude. He's woke. Man. He's on the he's on the right side. Uh, I saw Gallagher. I saw one of the Gallagher's at the Oregon State Fair once upon a time. Okay. Yeah. I I remember that Bridgetown where he was bopping around. You guys remember that? I do. Yeah. He was. He was in town at the same time, but he wasn't on the fest. No. Right? Yeah. He, he went on the. He did the one show because somebody sat on his lap. Remember, and he got all like, "Ooh." He like fan fiction or something. He did something, but I don't he think he was like part of the festival. That, I don't want to say names because this person is an issue. But this person like sat on his lap, and that was the big talk of the town. This mm. fella. I think that was one of the two years I wasn't there. There were there were only two I didn't make it uh, of the ten. But yeah, I don't think I was, was around. That a year for that. You weren't there. Yeah, that's crazy. That, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember. Twenty ten. I think there was another one, but I can't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd, I'd have to look, go back and look it up. But yeah, David, where can the people enjoy you either in person or on other platforms? Oh, uh- October 19th to 22nd, I believe I will be at the Altercation Comedy Fest. No. The Altercation Festival? Yeah. Hell yeah. In Austin. Yes. And then I'm doing Go Nanners, but I don't know the day. Go Bananas, Cincinnati. I'm sorry. I got all my dates on an email that I don't have. Are they on davidbory.com yet? Because I got my computer right here. No, no, they're not because we're just... (laughs) Still locking them in, but it's like go bananas. So it's Cincinnati, Alaska, and Austin. Look out for me; I'll be there soon. The big three. I'll, I'll have the I'll have the real dates next. I'll, I'll ask about you, dude. And then yeah, there he is. Do you do TV? I did. did I see you I'm on TV. Done, man, one and done. Just like TV just like kids. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you'll get hooked, man. You'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then also come to Faded October. I believe we have Jordan Temple. November, I believe Dave Hellum. I'm bad about dates right now, guys, but I'll be out there still. I might need to come to a fade of Denver here pretty soon. Come out. Yeah, it's I rarely beautiful. do Friday shows, but like uh, weekend shows if I'm not uh, out on the road. But I gotta, I got, I gotta get back to the, the to Malloy because he just he just hit me up. I think this morning, so I got, I, oh, I gotta, yeah. I gotta just give him a day and be like, all right, I'll do this. That show, the faded LA is so fun. Yeah, dude. it's so it's I want show. to do it. It's so good. Yeah. You know, you know. 
And Mike is, is such a... Let's go do it together, a, hand in hand. Mike is such an easy, warm guy to get along with. And that's, that's the, the thing, thing I love about he's him. He's really easy. He's not angry. He, makes he, doesn't, it, he doesn't make it tough. He's not going to wrestle you. You don't have to pick him up to prove that you are also a strong man. He doesn't have a chip on his shoulder that blots out the sun. Like, you yeah. know, like he doesn't... You know, and I, I like Here's that. Here's the scenario him. that you won't run into with a Mike Malloy mm. is you won't be at a bar <laughs> drinking, right. and he ta- and then you, you you know you go to the bathroom, you come back out, his shirt is off, he's standing on a chair. That won't happen. Flexing, saying who's better than me. All these, all these, all this shade I'm throwing at him are reasons I love the guy. You know, oh it's my like God, he's the fucking. I mean, best. it's like oh. I have to say that. I will. I I was cracking up because somebody somebody wrote. You ever have someone write a comment on something and you're like. Now, why the fuck would you say that? You didn't think it through. You know, they're, they're being way too familiar. Anybody yeah. on this oh, show yeah, 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 yeah. can say anything about me in public and I will howl with laughter. Like this shittiest thing. But when like <laughs> just a rando pops up, this guy wrote, uh, 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 no matter what he is, it's that picture of all of us at, at beloved uh, Ian, and Dana, Ian and Dana's wedding we were at. Yeah. Um, good and, wedding. Yes. Ooh, that was and good. This, this, this dude wrote, no matter what he wears, uh, Matt Bronger always looks like everybody's drunk uncle. Mm-hmm. Damn, come on, man. Everybody's? You look really good. Everybody. <laughs> everybody's is so strong. We've all had a drunk uncle, okay? Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. It's like, it's like whether I, I do have that or I don't have that. I have that sometimes, but like that's my whole life. Like I'm sitting here just like with just mottled red skin. I've lost an eye, you know. I'm. You guys don't know why I'm on the podcast. I'm screaming at you. Uh, you have, you're always wearing a faded Eagles jacket. Yes, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm just mad at the youth all the time and screaming how things were better then. You don't even yeah, know, man. you know, trying to cage coke off one of you. And I just like, the, the only thing was like, <laughs> trying to smoke some boo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys, Ivan Carmel. Yeah. You guys got any grass? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I, I just wrote underneath it without even thinking. I was just like, hey, I'd only had one, you know, like just kind of joking. And then it hit me. It's like, I don't know this dude. And then, yeah. Mike, then Mike wrote, yeah, one in each hand. And then it became me. <laughs> then it became me and Mike going back and forth. And then it was fun. When it was me and Mike, it was fun. Uh, that is a funny. That is a funny comeback, though. My only point is like, like I love Mike. I love Mike. You yeah. look less like a drunk uncle and more like a pit. Like to me. Where you're at in your life right now is like when somebody posts a picture of their dad and then people are like, oh, shit, your dad was, <laughs> was kind of hot. I'll like take that's, it. That's where, that's where Matt you. Bronger is at right now. You I dress you. way too well for a drunk yeah. uncle, man. Yeah, you dress great. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm also, I'm not going to go to your wedding. I don't even get that drunk any. Like I get, uh, like you get buzz, but it's like I don't get drunk uncle drunk. I just yeah. don't, you know, so like. You know, like I'm not gonna, you know, especially at your wedding. Like, what of all the places? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's for that's for me. Dude, to I was do. gonna say, my uncle Steve at my aunt's wedding, he housed a bottle of tequila before the wedding, and he was dusted <laughs> sleeping in his car during oh. the wedding. Like oh, denim, boy. denim shit. I'm like, that is who. That's a yeah. drunk uncle, not you. <laughs> you no. had on like a dope green suit and like an expensive drink in one hand. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. It was provided. Uh, 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 gratis on behalf of of, of uh, sweet Carmel and Schwartz. Oh, my pleasure. Love the cocktail. Oh, so good. My sincere pleasure. Love the cocktail. Shout out to Michael Schwartz. <laughs> they were fantastic, man. <laughs> oh, <my God>. uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, that, uh, Matt Bronger is here at Bronger on Twitter at Bronger on Instagram. Are you, are you on any other, are you on TikTok? I am on TikTok. Yeah. I, I, I got on there about six months ago and, um, have, it's been the most fascinating experience because I've had a couple, uh, uh, rando bits go viral and yeah. you just, it's kind of fantastic to, to have the pressure off and be like, no one knows. No one knows what people are going to just latch onto. Yeah. I, right. I had that dumb story about uh, from Big Dumb Animal of watching uh, um, the girl, with the dragon tattoo. And there's a horrific rape scene and everyone's all quiet. And then my dickhead friend Al in my ear just goes, I'm sorry, is this we bought a zoo? <laughs> and then I, I start laughing in the silence and everyone thinks I'm laughing at the sexual assault. And it's just a story. And people are either like, holy shit. Wow. At, or like, did this really happen? You made this up. Or you yeah, know, and you're so just what like, if I did? By the way, just, I hate it I when people do that. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, but, so it's just like I'm on there, but nothing makes sense, and that's okay. Fantastic. That's okay. Yeah, just so. floating in the Gen Z ether. Hundred like, percent. Hello, children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stumbling in uh, to this twenty-something uh, party and not leaving. So now you've also got. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll get to some road dates in a second, but mm. specifically, we need to talk about Doug. Okay, let's talk about Doug. Let's talk about Doug. You were you you. Well, tell the people where they can see it, what it is. Yeah, I'm just trying this thing. It's a it's a it's a platform called Moment that people put up. Typically, live events or things that will you know uh, be uh, finite uh, as opposed to specials, which kind of stay up. This is only be on there for a couple weeks. It's just like fossil fuels. Yeah, I don't want to be like it's a labor of labor of love. Yeah, exactly. Yes, this is this is uh enough gas for your Escalade and that's it. Uh it, basically I had it it I had an hour in March of 2020 and then as we all know, all the dick joke emporiums closed down. And right. so mm-hmm. my wife had a baby. Pretty sure it's mine and that's exciting. And so I became Congrats. a stay-at-home dad for a year. And during that time, we drove across the country together, we did all this stuff and I threw away at least half of that hour and then in 2021, I was like, all right, I'm ready to record again. So I recorded at Zany's Nashville. And uh, I have this closer, had this closer that I put to bed with Doug about the worst dude I've ever met on vacation. And he was a husband and father. I was neither at that point, but I was committed to my gal and wanted to be both. And this guy, you were all men here, with the exception of our illustrious producer. And I think you guys will agree with me. Men need good role models. Yeah. But I think we also need bad ones. We need ones to look yeah. at and be like, bro, I can uh, never be you. Like a drunk uncle. Like I can yeah. never, I I can do what, what I want in my life, but I got to stop the habits that lead to you. Yeah. So Doug sucked so bad that I named the whole special <laughs> after him. And, and the closing bit has a part that I, I it's like a, a magic trick reveal where I call a random person from the audience on stage and they help me with the ending. And it's like, you know, like, oh, and is this your card for the whole audience? It's a callback to a thing where I do, you know, uh, 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 a thing that people are going to be asking me, is that real? Uh, so when Moment approached me, I'd already like talked to a few platforms and some were interested, but I was like, this is the way to get this thing across to make yeah. it like, you know, my Super Bowl of the moment. So, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 uh, it's just I had people filming this this closer on the road for a couple months and putting it on Instagram. 
And it was like putting out fires after every show where I'd look online and be like, did someone post it? And then I'd DM yeah. like, you take this down. And everyone was amazing. And they're like, yeah, no, totally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they'd take it down. But it's like, just, just to be like, all right, this is my little thing that I want to share with people that no one really knows about, except people that saw me on tour. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's like, you know, it'll premiere Octo- October 6th. If you, if you watch it, then I'm doing a VIP thing after where I'll do like a Q and a online, blah, blah, blah. And then it just lives online for a little while and then it goes away. And I don't know what I'll do with it after that, but I'm trying this first. So, I mean, the fact is like you guys built this podcast from nothing. And now you're playing the Wilbur as much as you're putting that down. This is the era of everybody kind of making their own thing. Amen. And it's, it's way less daunting because <laughs> it's been proven. Goose, you know what I mean? I'm in such a good goddamn mood, Matt. You're, Dude, you I'm telling so you. It, we're, this it's, is dope. <laughs> you, we we got to turn towards positivity and take the rest of the world with us. I was yeah. just in Austin. I flew into Austin, bought a plane ticket and a hotel room for two nights to do a podcast. Right. Yeah. That the, this podcast is uh, your mom's house. It's so goddamn big. They have like a warehouse. They have like their own studio for them and mm-hmm. their the rest of their shows, but mostly them. And I'm just like, you have a staff of Gen Zers. This is right. insane. Where it's just it just came from. I remember uh, uh, and I'll stop, I swear. But I remember <laughs> Jim Carrey saying to his his kid. When he had like a, and then he left, and the kids never seen him again, and that's all I got. No, he could pick your heroes carefully. He's kind of a dog. No, I appreciate it. I was getting way too sincere. He, you know, he's living in his whatever house he lives in. That's incredible, and he just says to his kid, like, "Jokes paid for all of this, jokes." You know, and it was like, whoa, you know, it's just like I, I will pay for jokes, and I feel like you know, people that do you guys's patreon and listen and you know it's just you can do it yourself it's scary but it just helps everybody when you do so absolutely the best way it's the best way to do it Mm -hmm. and people can see this new special doug on Mm moment.co they can find links on your socials they can find links on a lot on our socials on a lot of other comedian socials also linking to it because i can say this this is the part you can't say matt bronger is one of the best stand-up comedians in the world. Wow. You could say that. If you haven't seen him, if you well, we can say that. He shouldn't say that. It'd be weird if he said it. It'd be kind of no cool if he said it. Yeah, I'm cool. like, say it, baby. <laughs> yeah, say it, dude. Say it. Earnestly, no one, way. Of, one of the fucking funniest people. Dude, thank and, you, man. And just so good at stand-up. And if you haven't seen him, if like you haven't been able to go out and see him live, this is a great way to see it. Even if you have gone and seen him live, this is a great way to support him and just to fucking... Have a great time. More than more, in fact, more than supporting like one of your favorite comedians. Just treat your fucking self to a beautiful autumn night. I was gonna say it's like raw fun watching you. It's it's Dude, like pure you. enjoyment. It's a uh, it's stand up, but it's also something else because it's a show and it's fun and you're in there. Yeah, and you're you. And you're so fun to watch. You're so fun just to be Thanks, around. Thanks, man. So. I, I I feel like David also has that. Where I feel like Dave, uh, the thing, drunk the thing, uncle, the thing. Nope, not at all. <laughs> not at all, drunk uncle. But I feel like it's the we we you Sexy and I both cousin. have that of that of that. Everyone, listen. I have something insane to tell you. You know, it's like that thing. Yeah. Where, and then like, I'll like, walk it back. I'll figure out. I'll make it. Oh not yeah, so nobody. Crazy, I love it. I, I love just it. Said. It's like I just, I just feel like you and I just we walked, we walked out of a crashed spaceship onto a stage and like people. I have, Brother, I have, I have news. That's how I feel every day of my life. Right, hundred percent. 
100%. I'm going to tell Maxine that the one rap song I recorded paid for this entire house until she's old enough to be like, that can't, that can't be true. Royalties. Nike and Adidas could not have paid for this whole house. And I'll be like, this house was $87. 87 so. bucks. <laughs> Actually, it did. 87 bucks. My, my name is Ian Carmel, at Ian Carmel on Twitter, at Ian Carmel on Instagram, at Ian Carmel on Jewish smoking a pork butt for Shabbat. Uh, complicated. <laughs> complicated dana is making challah bread and then we're gonna have pulled pork and challah bread i oh have made God. challah bread Shabbat with sandwiches. dana before yes you have yes yeah, you have right before i mopped you to in trivial pursuit but whatever we're done talking maybe about that happened i don't know i don't i don't recall it Neither i don't do you. i was black you definitely up, don't so recall. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch the late late show listen to all fantasy everything come see us i'll reiterate in washington dc uh tomorrow night and yeah. saturday night we will be there then come see us in Minneapolis at the 10,000 Laughs Comedy Festival uh, the very next weekend. I think that's like October 7th, 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be there. And then the next day is my birthday, so come give me a sweet little kiss. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> you can come see us at the Wilbur in Boston. You can come see us at the Bell House in Brooklyn. I Oh, you can come see me. Portland, Oregon. P.O. That's not it. Portland, Oregon. I will be at Revolution Hall doing stand-up comedy on November 18th. Come see that. And then we will be doing a live all fantasy everything november 20th also yep. at revolution hall tickets going very fast for that are uh, are we in phoenix it's a it's a place called cb live if i look the email right it's like cb live or something cb live i, I just played yeah. there a couple months ago great spot great People spot keep asking the comedy club it's not the comedy club in the email Wait, so it's it says not stand-up C- live no it's cb live it's a different venue it's like a music venue yeah and um but that's what the email says. There's nothing on the calendar when we're supposed to be there. So the ticket link isn't up yet. So, But if we're there, that's what it says in the email that we're doing. So just a heads up, if you're trying to go to Phoenix, we're going to find out. But We were, suppo- we were meant to... Your agents do the best they can, you know? And it's very complicated juggling three different schedules. And yeah. I think we're going to be there. We'll find out. But I'm just saying, if the people who've been wondering, it's not stand-up live. It's a place called CB Live. That's where we're supposed to be. We will, when we have details, we'll get them to you. Yeah. Can we still go to the live music, live band karaoke across from stand-up live afterwards? Because yes. that place Absolutely. is cracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just so you know, everybody in Phoenix, David is the one that's been making me say the negative things about Phoenix. So come to the show and we'll talk about it. Yeah. I said them and I meant them. Squash yeah, the beast. If you, if you believe that, then you look at look at my track record. <laughs> who's been to Phoenix more in the past four years? Shit. I think the, I'm the one who said the negative stuff about yeah. Phoenix. Sean, I don't think you really went that in on it. I love Phoenix. Well, there you go. And I'm prepared to, depending on how tickets go, if we are indeed playing it, which I swear to have resolved by next episode of this, but it wouldn't be until November anyway. That being said, we are gathered here not to talk about... Uh, a great bird rising from the ashes in the state of Arizona, <laughs> but rather to fantasy draft fictional bosses, a topic that we sent a list to Bronger and Bronger. Mm-hmm. This was the one that stood out to you. Yeah. I, I just, I, I liked it because not to, not to be like, here's the ground rules. I like that. There aren't any. I yeah. like that. We didn't yeah. define whether it was uh, a boss who's good to you. Mm-hmm. A Trust boss me. who right. is funny on screen, mm-hmm. a, a final boss, you know, in a video game or see a movie, you know, I, I, I like this, that it's like you just pick your boss. And that's that's one thing I kind of like about this show where uh, uh, whether someone does or does not go, no, that that doesn't count. It's fun. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I just I like I like it because it was expansive. And we're all friends here, so we can truly rip into each 100%. other. Hundred yeah. percent, which yep. makes for a good one. Now uh, to determine the order of that draft, we do it with a rollicking game of rock paper scissors. Play between the three of you, and we throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock paper scissors shoot. Oh yeah! Oh. Oh. Here we go again. Rock Wait, no, paper what? scissors. No, no, I think Wait, Bronger threw. Bronger, you threw yeah, paper, Bronger right? Had a paper. Paper. Yeah, paper, yeah. paper. You did. Yeah. Yeah. It, was two, yeah. it was two paper, one scissors. Two papers, one scissors. I, I, uh, I am on quite a bit of heroin right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> uppers, quite bro. Uppers. You do that. Quite a bit. You can take the boy out of the Pacific Northwest. You cannot take the Pacific Northwest out of the boy. The long arm aggression grabbed me by the shirt collar and. <laughs> so uh who won sean i did yeah was... yeah sean jordan winning winning at life fucking winning at rock paper scissors Hell yeah sean jordan as the winner of rock paper scissors i will remind you uh it is a serpentine draft wait no it isn't coming upon you to determine the order of the draft but for you that will remind you of the serpentine draft what is that uh, great question it's like if you look at everybody who's on this zoom call and you just start on the top left and you want to tell everybody how much you love them and how mm. excited you are that they are in your lives and so you go Marissa, I love you to pieces, and I'm thrilled that you're in my life. And then you skip over yourself because that's arrogant. And then you go, David, I love you to pieces. I'm thrilled that you're in my life. It was so fun talking to you after I got to do my set. It was rad. And then I go down, Ian, you're next. And then I say, Ian, I'm so happy that you're in my life. I'm thrilled to call you a friend. It was so fun to walk out and look at you, see you on stage. And then I go one more over. I say, Matt, I love you so much. I'm thrilled to have you in my life. It's so fun to have you as an influence and a being around such a comedic presence has always helped me the whole time I've known you. And then you kind of want to tell everybody again, but you don't want to go in the same order. So you just reverse it, but you tell Matt one more time, my God, I love you. And you get, <laughs> you get the pleasantries. And Ian, I love you too. David, I love you so much. Marissa, I love you so much. And then, you know, just like that. You just okay. keep going. Ian was uh, giving the wrap it up signal to Sean. No, he was rubbing his nipples, Marissa. <laughs> no, and that's I was a, not. I was, giving you, I was definitely giving oh, I you the light. Were, I thought you were pointing the, the, at, at your watch and going, uh, like, you know what time it is? Like mm -hmm. 80s rappers. Oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Damian Lillard. I was doing a Damian Lillard. <laughs> Damian like, you, know you know the time. Yeah, yeah. You know the time. Uh, I was trying to hasten you as it was taking forever. Yeah, uh, I just love you guys. To... <laughs> I'm in a good mood. I'm thrilled about it. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, dude, obviously. Um, basically, what that means is if you pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. Sean Jordan, with that in mind, what will the order of today's draft be? I'm going to go Matt, mm -hmm. David, okay. me, okay. Ian. Hot corner. I'll take it. Okay. Matt, David, Sean, Ian. <laughs> Matt, that means you have the first pick in the fictional bosses draft, and we'll get to that first pick. Okay. Right after the short break. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Now, it's allergy season. I'm not surprising anybody by saying that. And your boy gets hit extremely hard when it comes to the allergies. I get stuffy nose. Feels like I got two blocks of cheese hanging out under my eyes. And then if I try to blow my nose, it just feels like I backed it all up into my brain. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better, which is key. I try to like blow my nose before I go to bed at night, and it just feels like I... I got a, like a bunch of five o'clock traffic sitting in my brain. There's, there's like no way out. And with Claritin D, it just helps everything. It helps grease the wheels, helps loosen everything up so I can get it out. I can sleep well. I don't have a raspy voice all the time. It's just a very beneficial thing, especially if you use your voice for anything like talking 
or eating, or if you want to use your head for thinking, anything like that, Claritin D has got you. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It is time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to Hall Fantasy Everything, the only podcast that has ever existed, the only form of media that has ever existed, except, of course, for Doug the special by Matt Bronger, available everywhere October 6th, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. moment.co. Make sure you check that out. Speaking of Matt Bronger, you have the first pick in the fictional draft, a fictional bosses, all fantasy, everything draft. What will that pick be? You know, I, uh, when uh, I got the word from uh, good old SJ, uh, mm-hmm. uh, king, king of the coal bear light, late night set, uh, yes, that um, uh, it, my, I, I had, I had a, a name popped in my head for a, for a boss. And as I said, I'm not, sh- you know, I don't care what we're doing. Nice bosses, you know, funny bosses, scary bosses, ultimate bosses. I just, I settled on Sam Malone from cheers. Man, oh yeah. Totally, yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He, yeah. He owns the owner operator of the legendary cheers. And I don't say this cause it's sentimental cause it was a favorite show uh, as a kid. And I don't say it, because it's sentimental because my wife's parents met at the actual Cheers in Boston, <laughs> what? Massachusetts. In Boston? I've been in there. The Bakers? Correct. Yes. That's amazing. So She's Boston. the most Boston person I've ever met. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. Dude. I, I, we were Is just she there. related to McK- Kevin McHale as well? You're, afra- you're afraid of her, right? I'm afraid of her. <laughs> and I've, and I've, She's been a dear friend for like going on a Kara decade. scared the living shit out of me until <laughs> she, like it's, three it's years funny. ago. She just has, she just has uh, talk about, she has like boss resting bitch face. That's all it is. You know, it's like, I don't uh, know, yeah, you know, but she's just, a, she's just like, but she is a, she's a boss. She's we a were boss. taking real she bosses. Is, we could yeah. take a but care she's of like, I, I, it's funny to me because I know how silly and how, how ridiculous she is and how, you know, sweet and all that stuff. But it's just yeah. like, 
there are people who go to, you know, it's been called Boston is the home of the scary white people. That's true. You know, we've yeah. all, we've yeah. all seen the town. Yeah. That's the one place. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not, no others. That's the one place they're located. <laughs> but it's like, it's all, you know, I, I, I think of cheers as like, so you, so universal in terms of like, you know, how relatable and all that stuff. But back to Sam, he is, uh, he's a, he seems the most chill boss ever. Yeah. You know, he has the tightest staff, the best regulars, the tightest pants, tightest pants, tightest, yes. tightest toupee. And yeah. he <laughs> wait, you're saying my man TD's rocking a piece. Yes, sir. Right in the back. Is he juicing? Not yeah. in that. He, not in he has a hair yarmulke. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, now, I'm Ted, obviously Ted I'm on Danson, board. The real guy does. Uh, or did on that show. But, I don't uh, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. He was, I thought he was stacked still back in those days. I thought I, he had no, hair I don't for know. days. You know, maybe it developed later on, but I know he's unabashed. He doesn't care. He'll show you it. He'll take the it off. And machine. Shit. He'll take yeah. it off. But he's also, it's one of those things I think of, like, he's he was sober. Like, his character was a sober. He'd given up drinking because yeah. yeah. he, right. he was a ball player. He's a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the guy, a person who has not only giving it up, but it's just kind of like still being themselves. That's who should own a bar. Yes. You know what right. I mean? Oh, spent, you can't, if you're still getting hammered, you can't. It's no, a tough ride. No, if you knew you had any kind of problem with it, you uh-huh. cannot own a bar, man. But also if you never, but also you, you should have had a problem with it at some point because then if you own a bar, like you're empathetic, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. If someone, right. if someone never really fucked with it, it'd yeah. be weird if they owned That's a bar. You weird. need someone who's capitalizing like, on, uh, like it feels like they're taking advantage of people who can't control themselves. Yeah. I will, want- <laughs> no, there's a, there's a bar I think in New York called the 13th step that I'm like, that's so fucked up. <laughs> the like, 13th step. He does, <laughs> Sam does not own Sam's Sam's is called cheers, which you can say if you're drinking or not. Yeah, <laughs> at the thirteenth step, everybody knows your first name and the first initial of your last name. Yes. And that's- <laughs> now, Matt, I got a question for you. What do you care about your fictional boss uh, fraternizing with uh, his employees? Mm, that's an question. interesting point of a because sexual he is, nature. He, you know, depending on how you look at it, you could Sam could be a real smoothie or a creep. You know, I don't think he does. You know, he never came off as grow, growing up with a mother who we watched. Uh, uh, that, talk about a movie that's really held up. Gone with the Wind. Boy, there's nothing problematic about it at all. <laughs> I was all. waiting, finally. And, at least one reference Home a of show. the Scary White People. We used to go see, oh, fuck, there's a lot of those in that one. Um, and, you know. Are you talking about We Bought a Zoo? I think it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, that the Union Army set on fire for no reason? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. It was like, uh, like a, a classic movie marathon on TV or something. And there's that scene where Rhett Butler carries Scarlett up the stairs, and she's pounding on his chest, and he has his way with her. And that part is not shown. But then, cut to, she wakes up in the morning, she stretches, and she looks so happy. And my mom, out loud, with a room full of people that are watching, just goes, "Ah, the happy rape." So my mom doesn't. Jane Bronger doesn't give a fuck. Good on her for calling it. Shout out to Jane. Shout out to Jane. Shout out to Queen Jane. But I watched Cheers with my mother and father, and she never once was like, "Ugh, this guy." You know what I mean? Because it's like I don't think he ever. She likes a smooth dude. You know, like she doesn't put up with someone who's crossing boundaries and that bullshit. But just pretty well. Yeah, I just think Sam had game. Yeah, I don't think he was a creep. For days he had game. No, I'm not saying he's a creep. I'm just saying like. A lot of times in the work environment, people don't like you to mix sex and work. You know, I'm not saying he was yeah. creepy. I'm just saying, like, I mean, he's out I did there it. getting it. 
I married my my manager <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like, after we broken up and shit. But it's like we were we were fucking on the job. I'll tell you right now between you and me. But like. <laughs> You know, I, you know, you know who you know who said who nailed the the modern version of that was uh my man and yours, Will Miles. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. he was like when people go like you know your your wife is a comedian, you're a comedian. Is that tough? And he's like, it wasn't tough for Pam and Jim. Yeah, you know, it's like same kind of shit. But yeah. I can make it work. It could be bad because Sam is the boss. So to your point, Sean, yeah, I don't and know. Diane is definitely but, a subordinate. Yes, that's true. Even though he's intellectual superior, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Same with me and my wife. Yeah. <laughs> She's smarter I, than me by I'm a mile. I'm truthfully afraid to co-sign that. <laughs> Sam Malone, excellent first pick. Okay, yeah. thank absolute, you. Thank absolute you. fucking boss. David Boyd, time for your first pick. Uh, I got to also pick the first guy that popped into my head. I love a rascal boss. I love a boss who's a bit of a cheat. You I love, love a boss. rascal flat. Yeah, I, I love a doing. rascal flat. I love a rascal round, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it downtown. That's why I wanted you to go. I was giving and, this to uh, you. Yeah, I got to take Buck Strickland from King of the Hill. Hell yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, yes, dude. <laughs> He's so constantly good. taking mentors that he does not have the capacity to help out. <laughs> he's always having a bypass. He's always talking yeah. about like a bypass he's got to get. Heart attack survivor. Absolutely. He calls it, he calls it an infarction. Yeah. <laughs> Metacardial infarction. Yeah. Just a horn dog. He's always trying to get Hank to go to the strip club in the middle of a work day. Dude, I love that. Also Buck owns a barbecue restaurant for no reason. Like, come on, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> that guy's doing okay, man. Sleeping at the office quite a bit. Like waking Late up. Late night just... gambling often. <laughs> yeah, dude. I see that few I see that future for myself. Surviving some heart trouble and owning a barbecue spot. That's, That's not a bad go, life. Dude. That's not a bad life. Also, like <laughs> Hank's father figure, who I mean I could go on that show about on about that show for days, but like actually Hank's better father figure than his real father, which is yeah. saying something because that Buck Strickland is not like a role model, you know, he is for Hank. Hank yeah. loves him. Yeah, because Hank is the most loyal person ever. But this is not about Hank. This is about Buck. He has a place called Sugarfoots. He has sex with so many of his employees. I just, <laughs> all of them. He's so just many. always up to his nuts and guts. Uh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, there's a man who's lived many lives. Much like Sean Jordan bartending at the Kentucky Derby, dude. That's a guy who's lived a lot of lives. Yeah. Very similar. Buck Strickland. Excellent so pick. Excellent so pick. Yeah, dude. Sean Jordan. Uh, first pick. I that Buck Strickland was was tied with one of two so i had a feeling david would take it so set my uh, other first pick uh paulie from goodfellas paul sorvino oh just shit. like oh, yeah. Oh, Cicero? yeah yeah man that's so just good. like the boss you know oh, never cross my when they when they zoom in on his face and he's like that's what people don't understand all oh. the mob is is uh security for wise guys they go to us when they get, can't go to the cops or whatever, and it's just zooming in on Paul, and he's just sitting there eating, looking nice, but knowing. Sausage sandwich, beautiful yeah. pants at a barbecue. Ray Liotta gets out, <laughs> and he, he just gives him money. He's like slapping him, like, don't don't you lie to me, and gives him that, like that, that like one of those, and you, whoa, Jesus, Paulie. Yeah, Ugh. and you know that was improvised? That slap, there was oh, not really? in the script. Yeah, I, he, it. Ray, uh, wasn't Ray, because he had died, but someone posted that that slap, he just did it in the moment. He's like, you know, so he says, like, don't make a schmuck out of me or whatever he yeah. says. And he just smacks him. And it's such a good it's such a good dad smack. It's, it's so fast. Perfect. <laughs> the oh. perfect amount of strength in that smack. Yeah. And just got his attention. He's like, whoa, 
Yeah, yeah. All right. Polly, I won't. Rest in peace to both of those dudes, man. man the yeah, best. I know. That's I was thinking about that. That's wild. He was just like that. Like he didn't move. Like Polly didn't move for anybody, right? That's like yeah. one didn't talk on the phone. Just the <laughs> boss <laughs> shit. Through the rain. To him. They're running through the rain. <laughs> if those are the only two qualities of that man, I'll follow him. Yeah, oh. dude. Anywhere. <laughs> and he had a third quality, which was he hosted barbecues where people cooked those spiral sausages. Uh-huh. You remember oh, that? Oh, God. <laughs> Uncut sausage. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. I remember yeah. seeing that sausage and being like, why don't we do that? That's so great. I looked at that and I was like, the fucker with the Carmel's doing at home (laughs) on these fucking, on this Johnsonville bullshit? And that's out there in the world? We could have a 15 foot curled up sausage instead of a tiny six inch one. I could just have a giant one. Yeah. It just looks more whimsical, but it makes me think that there's more magic in the world. And oh, speaking of magic, speaking as a sap, when his daughter won an Oscar and she talked about what what her father meant, he is helplessly sobbing. There is no sobbing. So, I I watched and I just, I've never related to a man harder because it's just like if something really gets me emo, I'm done. I'm done, and I'm like he you falls know, apart like an IKEA bookshelf. Just, dude. It's just like he can't. his <laughs> wife is holding his arm as if he's about to fly away with yeah. tears. Also, a thick a thick a, th- a thicker cut of Gabagool. Yeah, <laughs> who lived you know. Lived a long, a long illustrious life. He yeah. stuck around. Bigger cut of Gabagool. Bigger cut. cut. I'm gonna watch a super cut of him from Goodfellas today on YouTube. There's got to be one yeah. of him. I'm just like, just throw on Goodfellas, dude. What do I, what do I, what do I know about running a restaurant? I, I show up, I order the food, I eat it. That's all I know. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just, the, just the boss, man. Just such a good pick, dude. Oh, I cannot compliment you enough on that one. Wow. I thought I was gonna get it later. I was a fool. I kind of had a feeling that you were that you were clocking that one, so I had to I had to slide in on it. I was circling. We were circling. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do, baby. We circle. Time for my first pick. Time for me too. That's the AFE, dude. We circle. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to the animated world. I'm joining my friend David Boy in the animated world. I am taking uh, the the greatest boss from the. I think the my, maybe my favorite show. One of the greatest shows. I am taking Hank Scorpio. From The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Maybe I could have gotten Hank Scorpio later. I don't ah. give a fuck. He's in one episode, and he's a Hall of Famer off of that episode alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's basically he's basically a mob boss. He's voiced by Albert Brooks. Not a mob <laughs> boss. He's like a, a, he's Bond a Bond villain. villain. He's a Bond, Bond villain. villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had mob yeah, boss yeah. on the brain. He's basically a Bond villain. Homer goes to work for him to run his nuclear department, <laughs> and he's the most fun guy in the world. He's just he's just so fun. He's like a fun boss. He wears jeans to work. He didn't even give you his coat. He's amazing. <laughs> it's Albert Brooks, who just has one of the most gifted voices. Yeah, he's... comedic and just like the way it sounds on Earth. He's fucking hilarious. He you know the great thing I just watch Drive, and he's even funny yeah. in Drive, which is not funny. Just the way he talks in Drive is funny. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I mean Albert Brooks is a guy who, when he was a kid, like goofing off in front of a. Uh, 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 Carl Reiner. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I've event. heard. He, Carl would go on. He was like in the Tonight Show. He's like, there's a kid I know. It's my friend's son. And he's <laughs> yeah. the funniest person I've ever met. Like, he should be playing in the curtain saying some bullshit. And it's like, he's crushing. Like, yeah. he, he had the gift. Because he was just friends with Rob Reiner. Yeah. Who's his dad? Am I going to sound like an asshole here? Uh, I, don't, I, don't really, I don't know off the top of my head, but they, okay. it was something... You know, it's, not Einstein. Einstein. it's not Mel Brooks. That's what oh, yeah, the yeah, stupid thing I was going to say. Is his Mel real Brooks. name is Albert okay. Einstein. That's hilarious. I forgot about that's that. That's his real name. And his brother, Bob Einstein, Super Dave Osborne. 
<laughs> yeah. What? Wait, yeah. is that Super Dave? That's Albert, Albert Brooks' brother? brother? Yeah. yeah, may he rest in peace. Yep. Whoa. They kind of sound alike. Yeah. And Damn. you know what? I, I, I'm remembering now. Damn. This is the greatest showbiz story of all time. I'll keep it to five seconds. Their dad played a Friars roast, which is a comedian that was like a working man, a ham and Harry egger. Mark. You know? Yeah. And he 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 gets on stage and he destroyed in a packed house full of legends so hard. He destroyed so hard that people couldn't handle it and were like, who the fuck is this guy? And he was it, he was already up there and he had some sort of existing condition. This is true. He sat down at the table and died. What true story? Yes. He true killed story. That guy. Went out he like killed somebody with comedy? No, no, he died. He did after he his set, he died. Bob Einstein's dad died? Their, their father died. Their father oh, sat. God. Oh, God. Send this me out on that fucking super, rail. Super dude. Dave told that story. Uh, on a podcast, and that I was awesome. So, oh. talk about a boss. I'm better than all of you. See you on yeah. the other side. <laughs> like fucking amazing. Yeah. So that is so fucked. So fucked. <laughs> anyway, his son voiced Hank Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Back to back to the hammocks. Uh, yeah. There's a nice place called oh. Mary Mary Ann's hammocks. Nice thing about that, Mary Ann gets in the hammock with you. Uh, he's just amazing. He's like a really good boss. He's like earnestly like a great boss, like the kind of boss you would want to have. He just happens to be a Bond villain. Yeah. And when Homer goes back to Springfield to work at the nuclear power plant, he buys him the Denver Broncos actually after he takes over the Eastern Seaboard. Yeah. So not, not that I loved it. Not like I loved it. Well, he wanted the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. The Denver. Back then, they weren't doing that well, David. I, you know, no, no, that no, was the no. joke. Listen, some people are doing good. Some people are not. Some people are Aww. not doing good. <laughs> well, and I love. Uh, well, I hate to see you go, Homer. But uh, hey, on the way out, do me a favor, kill a couple people. Really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm taking Hank Scorpio. Such a good pick, dude. Oh God. Now I gotta go. Uh, maybe where do I go from here? Okay, I'm. I'm going the other side of the coin. I'm taking. Somebody who wouldn't be a great boss, but who is an absolute fucking boss. Okay. I'm going to New York City. We're flying, we're flying over a perfectly made grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> made by your boy, Adrian Grenier from Entourage. Oh. And we're, we're, we're cycling down to Madison Avenue, and we are drafting Miranda Priestley from the Devil Wears Prada. Uh -huh. Yes, I knew it. Oh, I knew yeah. someone else would do it. Such a good pick. You know, I just watched it about a week ago. She's so good. phenomenal in that movie. It's such a good movie. Mm -hmm. She's fucking great. Now, I, you wouldn't want to have uh, uh, Miranda Priestly as your boss, but no, Meryl Streep at the fucking height of her powers. My God. Now, let me, if I may, go on. When she, when you have that person as your boss, and I know the whole point of the movie is like you get what you want, you realize you didn't want it that bad, and what's really mm -hmm. important, da da da. But she did make her. Into what Anne Hathaway thought she wanted to be, having that boss made her accomplish that. So she did. She wasn't all bad. I mean, she did get her where she wanted to go. And, you know, granted, she is evil in the movie and she doesn't have any redeeming. Like, even at the end, she just doesn't redeem herself. <laughs> but she got her where she wanted to go. Right. But well, I, she's. Go on. Sorry. I, I would say she is what she is. You know, yeah. she reminds me of J.K. Simmons in. Uh, in um... Oh, God. Whiplash. 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 Thank you. Where yeah. it's like. This is, I am forging you into something else because I can do nothing else. That scene where she schools her about that color she's oh, wearing, about so what, good. what fashion actually is. Like, this is how stupid you are. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I, 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 it, <laughs> Why I can't would say, I have a boss like that? I would say it, she's a drill sergeant for life in a lot of ways. So it's like, that's a good thing. It's harsh. Yeah, but. she but she made her deal too. She's like destroyed her own personal right, life. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like she's not a hypocrite or anything like that. She's like, this is 
if you want to do this, I guess this is how it has to be. Mm -hmm. Maybe it doesn't have to be like that. But she's based on Anna Wintour, the editor mm -hmm. of Vogue, right. uh, who is a, who's a real person and who has been nicknamed Nuclear Wintour. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I never love knew it. that. That's funny. Because <laughs> she's kind of a, you know, she's a fucking boss and maybe a nightmare. And maybe we, maybe we fetishize that boss, you know, behavior too much in this culture, but what we're fucking drafting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Miranda Priestly, played by Meryl Streep. I just fucking, just one of the great performances of all time and just like a fucking boss. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. That's my pick. And now it is time for Sean Jordan's second pick. I have to dive into the cult classic world of cinema and uh, I'm going to go to a little movie called Office Space. I'm going to pick mm. Bill Lumberg. Lumberg. Yeah. Has to happen. Keeping, it, so keeping it in the Mike Judge universe. Yeah. It's just one of the best boss characters there's ever been in the whole world. I mean, everything about him. Everything about him. And he's a horrible boss. But, I mean, if I'm picking, if I want a strong team of bosses who Oh, that guy's the most memorable. bossed ever. Dressed like a little more expensive than everybody who works there. So you know <laughs> yeah. he's the boss. That oh. is some office boss shit. Just the white collar. Looks at his Porsche just to make sure it's still a Porsche when he gets out of it. You know, the whole Dude, nine. It Not enough has been said about the comedic prowess of Gary Cole. He's like, very that, funny, man. That yeah. dude is so, I mean, in in he's probably my favorite thing about uh, uh, Ricky Bobby. About yeah, he's dude, great. Talladega Nights. This dad with the tall can of <laughs> laughing clown malt liquor at all times. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's so goddamn funny. He just has perfect delivery. All the voices he does in King of the Hill and everything else, he just has yeah. a perfect <laughs> delivery. So good. Who does he voice in King of the Hill? I think he voices tons of people over the yeah, okay, yeah. course. But he's not it. like a main guy. He's just no. like does all their other. Okay, great. Well, dude, I can I can tell you something that'll fuck up your heads real bad right now. Yeah. We, you know, it doesn't matter because it didn't go, but they did an animated pilot for uh Carl uh uh Carl Wellzine, Dad Boner, Mike Burns' oh, yeah. character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He did Carl. Oh man. fuck, man. Really feel like I could drink a thousand beers, you guys. <laughs> you know. Whoa. Yeah. I my wife might kill me for sharing that, but I don't know why she cares. It was years ago. But it's this like fucking industry doesn't know what the fuck it's seriously, doing. Seriously, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh except when they put Sean Jordan on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank you. He's the principal in family guy is what it is. But anyway, oh, I think right. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, just the boss. He's just Bill Lumberg. It's just fantastic. When they he's got his coffee mug and he's like slow-mo fucking in Ron Livingston's mind, you know? Mm, and he's like kind of sweaty. And you yeah. just hate him so much. You hate him so much. Uh, the author Hannah Arendt, uh, when uh, the journalist Hannah Arendt, when writing about Adolf Eichmann, coined the term the banality of evil. Oh, and yeah, wow. <laughs> Good pull. Are you reading The Rise of Totalitarianism? No, I just have... No, are you reading The Rise of Totalitarianism? Yeah, that's why I thought you brought that up. <laughs> oh, uh, shit, or the origin... The, the, yeah, no. We can get to I this just, later. We can get to yeah, this yeah, later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, this is a real meat cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess she's not a journalist. She's just a writer, Hannah Arendt. She's like a... a, a, a essayist. But anyway, she's Good writing pick. about Eichmann, The Banality Evil, and... Bill Lundberg is like the encapsulation oh. of the banality of evil and Perfectly. how that heartless Perfectly. boss, but almost kind of like dumb to his ways. I don't know that he even realizes it. I yeah. think he just kind of is that person. Oh, he's the system, dude. Yeah, he's, he's the system. He's harmless. Oh, he like is. he's because it shows when Peter gets a little confidence, it shows that Bill can be told what to do. He just needs someone to step to him a little bit. So it's funny. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he just yeah. is that way. And he, I don't even think he realizes it. But yeah. 
Yeah. Bill Lumberg, man, gets under your skin. Nice. And I've had I've had Bill Lumberg as a boss at many call centers. Oh, we all, you know? yeah. We yeah, all yeah. have. People think that they don't exist. They exist for real. That weirdly aloof guy. Uh-huh. Do people think they don't exist? People have shitty bosses. Oh, yeah. I think like call center cubicle stuff, I, office space really brought it to the forefront. But like that is how it is. Oh, yes. Those jobs. They are like that completely. I have six bosses. <laughs> well, we're talking to a listening audience who mostly isn't stand-up comedians. So they know. Right. right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm just had, like, oh, yeah. The, the yeah. biggest thing about Bill to me was that he wasn't enough of an asshole. It was a crazy yeah. thing because he was he was familiar. Yeah, you're going to probably have to. Yeah. Like, it's something you agreed with. Like, I didn't say I wanted to come in on Saturday. What is this shit? You know, yeah. it's, it's unearned familiarity. It's just, you know, you're not my friend. Shut up. You know, 100 percent. Yeah. Well, it's time to get familiar in an earned way with David Borey's second pick. I'm taking from the show Party Down uh, Ronald Wayne. Oh, Reno's character. Oh, that, yeah. Just, everybody has had that boss who's just fucking hanging on by a thread. Just wanted to be yeah. so like, cool. Bro, you're not even supposed to be the boss. And we all know. And we're just, we're getting through it. Like, the idea of the boss that nobody respects is like, I've had that at a couple gas station jobs where you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Blank <laughs> yeah. is working a day. I'm stealing everything. I had that at a, I don't even want to say where, which yeah, job, just in case he listens, but I'm just like, oh, dude, you, oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Oh, you okay, you man? Bad? Do you want to, buddy? Do you want to talk? Buddy, or? Remember, nobody here respects you. Nobody. I, dude, I remember when I worked at P.F. Chang's, the, the I got fired for like no call, no showing. It was a misunderstanding. I didn't mean to no call, no show. But right. Anyway, anyway. He cried while he was firing me. Oh, <laughs> God. I was like, oh, come on. Come on. Hey, it's all right. I'm 22. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, yeah, it's yeah. Be all right. He's talking like you got a family you got to support. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be okay. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Dude, Do you think he I'm... ever sees you on the Late Late Show and he's like, I fired that guy? I hope so. I hope, and I hope he feels better about it. He was a really, he was a sweet guy, but he was kind of, you know. Yeah. No, mm. sometimes... Sometimes the boss is just the guy who was willing to do it. Yeah, that guy yeah. was stuck around. I got a buddy who uh, he got caught smoking weed in the cooler where he worked. And you have boss... to because they, it doesn't smell though. That is, I've done. That's that was the place to do it. <laughs> the boss like walked in on him, I think. And then anyway, the next day, the boss is like, "What would you do?" And he goes, "What? Well, I'd, I'd fire me, obviously." <laughs> yeah. And the boss still, I think the boss still was like, "Well." All right, you're fired. But like, felt bad about doing yeah. it still, even though he was wow. like, I'd, I'd probably no. fire me. <laughs> that, it's also like that that party down character is like the boss who believes in the company so much, and you're like, bro, we're ripping people off. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, I'm just saving up to get a buy a super crackers or whatever his you're deal was. Right. That, show. Me that show didn't keep going, man. I feel like if they made it now, it would go on like six, seven, eight seasons. But mm-hmm. it was only two, right? Yeah, I thought they were bringing it back. I thought I heard something about that, but ah, there could be whispers all the time. There's gonna be yeah. like a party down movie. People say, "Oh, that's what it was." Sean's got his ear to the street, dude. Yeah, I got my finger on the guy now. Yeah, talk to your people, clip. man. Get it come. Get it to come back. Recently appeared on the Columbia Broadcasting <laughs> System just this week. So, <laughs> yeah, fucking so good, dude. Uh, excellent pick, Ronald Wayne, Matt Bronger. Time for your second and your third picks. Okay, so I. Took a wild swing with this one. I like Get coming it. on this show and doing wild swings. Yeah. The first time I, would, yeah. I, I was on this show, uh, <laughs> we drafted 90s rap albums. Yes, we and did. The amount of shit I took online for not drafting Wu-Tang's Enter the 36 Chambers. Like, 
people were like it was like it was all me. You know, you it was like pick guy? you know. Uh, no, I, pick, I, ring. I, took ring. A, I took above the laws first album because like I am a big gravel pit guy. Earlier, yeah, gravel pits dope. But like my pit. my uh, anyway, like when I, that was my that was my jam in like like high school. So it's like I gotta pick the thing that's hot to me. So is this where we have to tell you that Riz is a real person and you can't pick him in the fictional boss? Track? <laughs> I no. did think about there's it. No, there's no Wu Tang. I didn't pick. No, no, I fictional, fictional. This. This is maybe the most fictional boss, I will call it, on the entire show. I don't know if you can beat me for fictional. I went with the Alien Queen from Aliens. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talk about a final boss. Yeah. Uh, This is just... The Big Mama just trying to have a kid. Yeah. Like a thousand young on this, you know, on this planet. Just trying to get hers. She's just just trying, You know, and it, to me, that's probably the best final boss fight because... Ripley shows up in the fucking construction suit. Yeah. And he's like, get away from her, you bitch. You bitch. And it's, oh. it's so hard. I mean, I talk about nipples. Mine just got hard. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it's, it, you know, I wanted to go with the, the, the talk about a boss. There is nothing past her, you know, of all right. those scary. And there's nothing more hardcore. There's, there's nothing more savage than a mother protecting her young. We all know True. that. And there's yeah. nothing more savage than those aliens. Like, f- so fucking scary, fanged and wet, have an extra mm-hmm. mouth that comes out and fanged bites you in the and face. Wet. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wet and like shiny and oh, wet. And, like, so, oh. so horrifying. Like, Geiger, that was the whole point of the yep. character's design, right? That it was supposed to be like penetrative and like yep. sexual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like a dominatrix. Yeah, yeah. she's going to put something in you that you may or may not want in you. <laughs> she yeah. really is. God, then talk you're about to it. Walk around with it in you. Talk about a pegging. Yeah. <laughs> I just yanked my collar open for those of you listening at home. It was a classic uh, comedy moment. But yeah. I, just, I just, I just think like that's a boss to me, and that's an ultimate fictional boss. You know, yeah. thinking oh, about, absolutely. I probably should have gone number one, but I just wanted to go wild with this one. So, I mean, if like, we're putting them all in a fight, it's either her or Buck Strickland coming out on top. <laughs> Buck, Buck will, Buck's resources will. Serve I think they him would well. get along just fine. Those two. I think Buck could be like that. I found. Yeah, it. yeah, better than you want it to be. I'm getting remarried. <laughs> I'm in love. <laughs> Aliens, man. Did, you, did everyone see the new Predator movie? I loved oh, it. I loved it so, so much. so good. Oh, yeah. Prey? You gotta watch, watch it. It's fucking rules. Oh, it's it so good, dude. Right up my alley. Action. So just a buck shit. I can't like, decide if it's an action or a horror movie or probably just deliciously both. I don't know. It's a delicious combo. It's so Yeah, good. man. It's Predator fighting fucking bears, dude. I'll take that. I'll oh, take, yeah. Give me as many of those as you want. Give me all the meals you got, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. The, so, the Alien Queen. Excellent pick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh... So then I will go to, um, uh, I'll go ahead and go Michael Scott. All right. Okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. you know, I feel Gotta like it's, him. so that, that is the, that is the enter the 36 chambers. I didn't mention last time because it is universal yeah. and it is, it's everything we talked about with, with, uh, with Ken on, um, party down and yeah. a little bit with Bill. This is a sad, <laughs> yeah, broken totally. human being who needs it, friends. It's and, not sexy drafting the left tackle, but you no, can't run a football team without one. You really need exactly. it. You really need it. And, you know, it's as much, it's one of those things where this person is so broken and lonely, they need friendship, but it's turned them into an asshole. And you yeah. can't let your life get colored by their horse shit, you know? And that's this why it's is, fascinating. I, I love it. Is also such a like. This so like what like I don't know we get to like manicure our or or not man I don't know manicure is not the right word we get to sort of like curate our 
groups of people who we spend time with, like right. as comedians and yeah. everything. Yeah. Every now and then you you run into people who like, you know, you have to work with someone where you're like, I don't really vibe with this person. Mm -hmm. But like it, at school, at other jobs, you run into that fucking Michael Scott dude where you're yeah. like, yep. this dude somehow has like so much confidence, but it's because he has no confidence in a real way. But like, it's just like, fuck dude you just you just don't get it you're not picking up on anyone else's vibes yeah. it's just like wasn't he really good at the job though too like he was a great salesman right yeah yeah like, weirdly talented they allude to it sometimes when he yeah. had to turn it on and they're like oh it happened yeah. a couple times and it's like that's what he should be doing but he was there so long they had to make him the boss yeah you know and he was also like a good like a like a good friend and like a yeah. good like good dude where you're just like man you're it's not for lack of trying yeah, but he would also yeah. throw you under the bus for someone he wanted their friendship from more. Right. So it's like right, right. there's an evil there too. It yeah. is, and it's and it's that that we've all and I've, I've mentioned this, and I can't put my finger on what to call it. But we've all been around those people who they're they're like insecure, and they they get too familiar, and they like they want shit from you without giving anything back. But if you called them on it, it would shatter them. So yeah. you're basically held hostage. Does that make any sense? Yes, absolutely. You know, where it's Completely. just like, you know, mo like the extreme is someone that's a dick at parties. And you're like, I, I know that's your cousin, so I can't say shit. You know, I can't right. tell this guy to his face. He needs to move out of his parents' house, you know, because <laughs> because it would break him. He, he would, yeah. his eyes would go blank and he'd walk into traffic like yeah. it would, he would die. <laughs> that would, I know what you're saying, man, where you want to tell someone something, but you're like, I'm just I can't gonna have to eat it. I'm going to have to eat this one. Yep. I'm just going to have to take the abuse. Mm -hmm. Just the just the duration of this party. But to Ian's point, yeah, you're stuck. Yeah. You can't yeah. leave. You're fucking in there. <laughs> yeah. Steve Carell never, this is fucking insane, never won an Emmy for playing Michael Jesus. Scott in all those seasons. Never, never won it. And consequently, he has kind of spent the rest of his career playing these like, very not that roles that is, yeah roles that like aspire to be prestige mm. you know what i mean like if they just would have <sighs> given him one or two emmys that he deserved by the way that he fucking deserved i don't know if we ever see like welcome to marwin or like interesting you know what i mean yeah, Fox yeah. Catcher, really all these like point. sort of right. attempts to like be a prestige actor yeah and in real life wasn't that one of them yeah yeah the, uh the whole the monologue or uh, the the scene in uh, Forty Year Old Virgin where he's talking about like what a woman's body feels like and just oh failing. Oh my god! That's from a thing he used to do at Second City where he would just sit on stage and talk about. It's like a guy bragging about women he slept with, but he just he's he's like you know you you touch your breast and it's like a bag of sand. Feels like it's a like, bag of sand. What? Oh god, that's <laughs> so funny. That was like a lot. Like I heard that from people older than me that that was like oh that was a thing. That's all him. Like, he's such a genius. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. He's just one of those people where you're like, oh, you're funny. A bag of sand? What do you think? What do you think? Oh, God. Excellent pick. Thank two, you. Two bangers. I mean, Thank Michael you. Scott, he's a fucking classic. David Bowie, time for your third pick. Can't believe she's still even still on the board. I'm picking Selena Meyer from V. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good one. Like, I mean, just utility player. Everything you want out of a bus, a boss, so funny, so competent, like just absolutely perfect. Yeah, I'm, yeah it's she's vice president of the United States and then president. I never seen Veep. 
I haven't either. Really? <laughs> never watched it? It's so funny. I didn't watch that's it. why that's why I couldn't do it. Laura Laura was telling me I'm like, I can't do it. I cause I I won't be able to wax about it. I know oh, how much people word. love it's it. Not like a uh, little boosty situation or anything. Uh yeah, you guys should <laughs> yeah, watch <or> it. We. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should watch it. It's very I, funny. It's, it's amazing, like, right? I hear it's amazing. It's just like a great Yeah, it's just a great show, man. She's Selena Meyer is so funny. Just raunchy when she needs to be raunchy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just really good. I got no excuse. I have no excuse. I don't, I don't know either. why. It was one of those things where it kept happening. And I think that's when I was smoking a lot of weed and playing NBA 2K and doing very little else. Yeah. And like, <laughs> then, it, then it was like felt daunting because it was like so far down the line and people would talk about it and I would lie. I would lie. Sure. <laughs> lie to people. I've done that about shows. I would vaguely talk about it. I'd be like, oh, oh, she's so funny. Doc, that's what it is to live in Los Angeles, lying about TV shows you've seen. I lied. I'm done lying now. I'm done. I haven't seen it. I'm stronger. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the new adventures of old Christine. I haven't seen that either. I haven't, I haven't watched I haven't watched Euphoria. I haven't watched well, I can't Euphoria. Is for Euphoria. The kids. I tried to watch it and I was like, this is this is not. I can't watch a, a whole show about high school kids getting it i mean that's like the whole show that's a bit i didn't see blade runner until like four or five months ago and i lied about that heavy (laughs) (laughs) that's a big one people lie about heavy people lie about classics man yeah you know we've all we've all done it i haven't seen gone with the wind i just know context clues don't i shan't frankly ian i don't give a damn if you've seen gone (laughs) you know my my dad just said he's like i don't know why you'd ever watch that like he was just like even like in his head, he's like, fuck that movie. That like that, yeah. that movie blew up because it was people were just like, you know what? We were pretty hard on the South for no reason. Like, that's yeah. the whole theme of that goddamn movie. It's like, oh my God. No. There was a reason. It, <laughs> let's be honest. So that's us coming clean. Selena Meyer. Yeah, Selena Meyer. I love Julia. I love Julia Louis Dreyfus. I love her. Yeah. She's and it's her being peak. It's her being peak JLD. You know yeah. what I mean? She's just doing her thing. It, yeah, she's great. She's so all the great damn. traits of like all her all her stuff that she does. She she has in there. She's also very rarely in my lecturers on this podcast. Just beautiful. Oh yeah, she's devastating. Oh, I, she's like, always wait, has been. Is that oh my is that god? Where lech comes from that word you just said. Say that. Say that. Lecherous? Yeah. What does that mean? Like someone who like you're like <laughs> my you're mom. My yeah. mom calls my grandpa a lech all the time. Is that where that comes from? Yeah, I believe it must be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think she, so. It's because every <laughs> when she <laughs> when she was in the hospital, <laughs> when she broke her neck a couple years ago, uh, I used to have to take my grandpa to the hospital this year every day. If anyone got on the elevator that wasn't a guy and didn't matter, he'd he'd like elbow me because he had a couple strokes and he's he's almost gone. He'd elbow me. Yeah. And he'd be like. Oh boy, and he'd say it loud, dude. I'm like, Grandpa, you gotta <laughs> fucking stop. <laughs> oh boy, and he would, and he'd look, he'd oh, look like, <laughs> like if I, like a kid was looking at like a giant bag of Twix or something, and he'd just be like, oh, oh, oh and making these noises and shit. I'm like, you gotta humana, stop. Humana, humana, humana. <laughs> oh, Candy, uh, women, same thing. Am I right? <laughs> it's it was crazy. I've never seen anyone do that in my life. And oh boy, I tell my mom, and she's like. Larry, you're being a latch on the elevator. <laughs> like, I guess that means gnarly. But <laughs> it means gnarly. Oh boy! Oh boy! It was serious, like Wiley Coyote eyes popping out of his head type shit. It was oh, bananas. <laughs> uh, fantastic. <laughs> Selena Meyer, 
Sean Jordan, time for your third pick. Uh, third pick. I'm going to go one for me. Uh, I don't. I don't mm. think any of y'all have seen Grey's Anatomy. I have. No. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. I'm going to pick Dr. Miranda Bailey from Grey's Anatomy. Have Ooh. any of you seen Grey's Anatomy at all? No. No. A long time ago, but it, you know. <laughs> I think I figured this one was going to get slipped in. Not too much yeah. about it, but it's she's just such a fantastic boss. She's the head of surgery. Uh, for a while, she's under Dr. Richard Weber, and then she gets promoted. And so she's just uh, she's just an amazing boss. She really cares about every single person there. It's a soap opera. It's a drama. She absolutely kills it. She's been on the show for 16 years or some shit. Not boring at all. She's one of three original cast members that are still on the show. And I just love her to pieces. She makes me cry probably the most out of anyone on the show, which... Mm-hmm. You know, they all make me cry. Ain't no secret, your boy cries. So that's all right. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. <laughs> Miranda right. Bailey. Well, you mean like Paul Sorvino, the <laughs> ultimate boss? Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, me and Paul, man. We got a lot. We got a same cir- dude. Circle sausages, dude. You can't see in the backyard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how do they make it circle? I don't, it's so good. I think it comes out like that. It yeah. does, but how do you make it stay on the? I don't know. I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know that at ancient Italian secret. I'm sorry. That's a whole <laughs> that's a whole nother long podcast. But for now, Dr. Miranda Bailey from Grey's Anatomy. Third nice. Pick. Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. It's great, man. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I love it. it so much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> I, hear, I hear you loud. I hear you clear. So speaking of daunting, I don't even know how you undertook that. I mean, that's fucking. No, but I start. I started when I lived with you it a couple seems times. So scary. Yeah, mate, My weight it's... loss was easier than you watching all of <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. You watched all of it. Like In all every, of it. you've seen every episode. That's incredible. Every single. So we started about a, two months into COVID, and then and then we just started going through IVF, and then pregnancy. It's like it was pretty easy to do. There was nothing going on so it was really i just watched like four a day i'd go skate for like four hours and that was my awake time for the day <laughs> i gotta wow. get hella physical i'd hella rot my brain on gray's anatomy and then you know do this once a week <laughs> and that was my life <laughs> and then you got through <laughs> yeah i made it out i made it out the trap and now i'm better for it and now i have seen 380 episodes probably that's of Grey's Anatomy. So much. That's more than wow. one a day. That's so <laughs> 380 <laughs> hours. God. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then Laura tries wow. to give me shit, but I'm like, Whoa, we didn't live together this whole time. You were right. She was right there. <laughs> right there. Don't you? You could have stopped me. Don't you front on me. Yeah, you could have changed the channel. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Miranda Bailey. Uh, a character we all treasure. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we do. Mm. Ipso yeah. facto. Time for my third and fourth picks. Uh, I'm going to go two heavy hitters back and forth mm-hmm. here. With my third pick, I'm taking Goro from the Mortal Kombat franchise. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a great, great final boss. boss. Great final arms. boss. It yeah. never yeah. gets old to me. Please tell, just say it in your words, what happened when you saw Goro in the movie theater? Never gets old hearing this story. I was, I don't remember my exact <laughs> age, but it was, hold on, let me see. I can tell you my yeah, exact check. age. Yeah, When did Kombat it come out, movie. Playboy? Yeah, because it, it was in the theater. I'm going to say 94 is when it came out. Yep. That was right. It was. It was. I know it was the '90s because I was in college and I was high as shit when I saw that movie. 1995. So I was 11. I was either 10 or 11. Depending, I was probably 10. Mm-hmm. And I went to the theater, and Goro came out. I'm 10 years old. I'm a decade old. I'm 10. And I had the Goro walks out forearms, dude. Yep. Movie magic, by the way. Movie magic. Yep. He looks scary. Big dude, jacked, jacked. Forearms, all buff. There's not like. 
two buff arms and two smaller arms for dexterous activities. He didn't have two bulky ones for strong and two small ones for fast. Four big arms, bare chest, thick legs, dude. Top knot, weird hair. Okay. Yeah. He walks out. I had to leave the theater. I was too, I was too afraid. <laughs> too afraid. I, can I see just that. love that you got so afraid. Was Bear there? No, it was my it was my uh, stepbrother at the time, James Kayana. Okay. Shout out to James wherever he is. I had to leave, <laughs> and I made him go with me. <laughs> I was fucking. I think he thought it was safe at ten. Those big arms scared big carms, dude. Big arms scared little carms, dude. It was so fucking scary. Goro is terrifying. He rips people's arms off. He hits them with it. He's giant. Yeah. Why does he have four arms? Nobody else you. has four. Everyone else. In Mortal Kombat, it's pretty much like a person. I yeah. feel you. You know? Yeah. yeah. They're all just kind of people. And then here's this four-armed buff, <laughs> strong dude, thick, brolic demon guy. Somebody had to ex- I-, I learned this very late in life. I used to joke about how the problem with the movie Rocky Four is the weight class rule is out the fucking window. Where I'm just yeah. like, all right, Rocky weighs half what Ivan Drago weighs. Like, look right, at him. Right, right, He's got a head and a chest to over him. Way, yeah. more, way more weight. And then someone was like, no, but the weight class, if you're above the weight class, there's no next weight class. Mm-hmm. So you're still in that weight right. class. And I was like, oh, yeah. fuck. So Goro is beyond. Goro probably weighs 600 pounds like Easy. a gorilla. Yeah. You know? He's got two extra arms. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the, the arms alone. And is isn't enough. he hella tall? Yes. Yeah. He's super tall. Yeah. He's like Ivan Drago in Mortal Kombat. I mean, he's like a four-armed Ivan Drago. He's like... <laughs> Yeah, it always bothered me in the arcade when someone like Johnny Cage would beat Goro, and you're like, "No way, Scorpion maybe." An actor? Yeah, (laughs) no. And I saw Chris Pine beat up a four armed buff demon. Nah, dude. He was full on. I mean, he was supposed to be Jean Claude Van Damme. Chris Pine beat up two Lawrence Taylors put together. You know, no way, dude. Yeah, piggyback Lawrence Taylor? Absolutely not. No way. No way. Brock Lesnar times two, and he's fighting. And I'm sorry, he's fighting who now? Steve Buscemi? Absolutely not. (laughs) And it's the fact that he's scary with a top knot is like that's. I I would just imagine Brock Lesnar with a top knot. And I think I that's would, the name of your next special, by the way, right? <laughs> scary with a top knot. Brock Lesnar <laughs> with a top <laughs> knot. <laughs> it's not a scary look. It's a it's a it's a it's a, a nature guy look. You yeah, know, it is. Yeah, it's a gentle guy. Brock Lesnar seems like he would go. He could go either way if he found out the title of one of our albums was Brock Lesnar with a top knot. He could be like, I pretty, hope you like it. Pretty yeah, stoked yeah. on it, or he could. He could kill you about it. Yeah, yep. the name of the next special is Doug, October 6th, available at <laughs> moment.co. Go check it there out. He there he is. There he is. Bro, dude. Lighting nice. it up. Nice. Time for my next pick, Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It was Fantastic. in front of all of us all along. Yeah. 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 That's great. That's great. That's a great call. That's great. Now, some would say Mrs. Claus is the is the real boss, is what they would say. Ah. <laughs> nice. That pick's going to go down in herstory, Sean. <laughs> in herstory. <laughs> That's nice, Sean. That's good, dude. Yeah, just a guy. All right, take Mrs. Claus. No, you can take Mrs. Claus. Guy with I, a daughter uh, Santa here. Claus, dude. I don't know what the working conditions are at the North Pole, but I imagine for him to have kept the same staff for this long, mm-hmm. the right. same reindeer for this long, I'm thinking benefits. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking ownership stake in the company. I'm hoping so. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like hour lunches, 15-minute breaks. I'm thinking like pretty good break room. <laughs> You know what I mean? Otherwise, there would have been a strike. There would have been an uprising. And a lot of catered lunches, huh? A lot of catered lunches. Lot of catered lun- Foosball mm. table. They go all out on your birthday. Massage chair. Yeah. Christmas Eve, all the elves get up like, union, union mandated 15, Santa. I'm going outside. Yeah, I'll be, it's out, like, I'll be it's back like the, in 15. It's like the Google campus up there. 
<laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah. And Santa Claus is the boss, but he's putting in the hardest shift of all. He's putting mm-hmm. his money where his mouth is. You know what I mean? He's out there, dude. Mm-hmm. He's out there. Him and the reindeer. Him and the, the, the board. Out there figuring out how to give toys to children who live in apartments. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Not a very urban tale. Santa Claus. I remember as a kid. Yeah, too. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, is uh-huh. he just coming in the front door? That ain't magical. He's climbing the stairs. Yeah. My man's sneaking through the balcony, dude. Elevator's broken, so he's, he's <laughs> yeah. taking the stairs. And somebody peed in there. <laughs> I also had questions about how Christmas presents showed up at my house. But he got them there. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey. <laughs> he got them there. Oh, Santa Claus, dude. Fun outfit. Still defying age stereotypes, still a boss, you know, at the age of, I don't know, like a thousand something, like still putting the work in. Yeah, like just 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 a real just a real boss has several employees, runs a factory. Name name the reindeer for me. Go for it. You got it. Uh, Blitzen, <laughs> Donner. Yep. Dasher. Dancer. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Yep. Pr- wait. Prancer. Uh huh. That's fine. How many are there? Eight. Comet? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Rudolph? Right. <laughs> Linebacker's coming in. Watch Watch your back. Sad. Blitzen. Blitzen! <laughs> Got it. Nice hint. And Donner. Did you say Donner? Of course yeah, I said Donner. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Donner, Bro, dude? did you say Donner? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll say Donner, dude. Donner. Dude, if I had to rank my favorite uh, reindeer, dude, I'd probably go Donner number one, dude. Because Donner just seems like he'd be the most like sort of chill to hang out with. Rudolph like went Hollywood, dude. Bro, he's swole, man. He is swole. Have you seen Donner lately? He got huge. He got huge, bro. Donner started doing CrossFit, dude. Oh, and my. like, he's on like a high protein cod based diet. He's on his rock <laughs> shit, dude. He looks like a kangaroo now. All the rest still look like reindeer. <laughs> Donner. Donner's got like a big old chest. Donner's brolic, dude. Donner did all that with medicine ball training, <laughs> too. That's the thing about Donner, dude. He's not even like, he won't, he's mostly uh, body weight and medicine ball. He doesn't even work out, dude. He just quit drinking soda. That's all you got to yeah, do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Claus, dude. That's my fourth pick. And we're going to get to Sean's fourth pick right after we take another break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, listen, we all have things that stress us out. If you don't, then hit me in the DMs. Let me know your secret. I have been trying my whole life to figure out what to do about that. We keep them bottled up. You know, it starts to affect you negatively. I don't care who you are. It just does. You take it out on people. Uh, you know, one one day it's like the dishes are piling up or whatever, and then you're having a you're having a fight over parking space. It just they bottle up and they come out in negative ways. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Everybody has things that bother them. It could be your best friend in the world. It could be your partner. There's always stuff. That's just human nature, and you don't want to bottle it up. You want to tell people. Sometimes you don't want to tell the person because it doesn't really matter that much, you know. But you want to tell someone, you want to feel like you've been hurt. I live in the world. I get how it is. And telling someone, it's always the best. What do you, you know what I mean? You call your best friend, you vent a little bit. You had a rough day at work, you vent. That's what therapy is. It's just somebody who lets you vent and they don't need to vent themselves. Come on. It's perfect. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is done entirely online, like a ton of things these days. It's extremely convenient. You don't got to get up. You don't got to go to the office. You don't got to sit in traffic. You just sit there on the laptop. It's convenient for you. It's flexible. We all got different schedules. You know, you're working nights. They want to work with you. 
They can help you out. They suit to your schedule. You just go out, you fill out a brief questionnaire. Uh, you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Sometimes you don't get the right fit right away. They want it to work just as bad as you want it to work. So give it a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything Already in Progress. Um, we are about to get to Sean Jordan's fourth pick after... Ian's fourth pick, uh, Santa Claus, kicked off the round. Sean Jordan, uh, elucidate us, if you will, with your fourth pick in the fictional bosses fantasy draft. Let me know if I can do this. Go on. I'm going to pick Frylock. Yeah! <laughs> he was the boss of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force, right? Oh, I guess. Were they an organization? Ah. He was the boss. If they were, yes. he was the boss. Yeah, he was, he he was, was the leader. for sure the boss. They they didn't treat him like a leader, but he was the leader. We're a little yeah, farther down the trough now, and so I feel like it. This I would allow it. I start bouncing on the handlebars. David, Ian. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Why yeah, not? If you want to take Frylock, I do. I sure. I like Fry. I like Frylock more as a dude than a boss. I just yeah. kind of like Frylock because sometimes you see that he has braces. That's my oh, is that which is that Eddie or the juice? <laughs> that's that's <spaghetti> word. <laughs> spaghetti word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i like frylock that he has laser eyes and he only uses them when he has to and you yeah. maybe like once every 10th episode you see that he has braces and it's really funny to me yeah and you also <laughs> see that he has a giant diamond on his back like twice yeah. in the yeah. whole series of that show and i just love that show so much i just love it's so good i like how shake thinks he's the boss but frylock is the boss yeah. like he just yeah. he, you know yep. they are an organization they're like they're superhero organization and Meatwad doesn't even try no, he never no he way. never tries at all. Meatwad is just classic comedy power trio tropes, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been reading books lately. The Harry Boss. The ha- yeah, the hapless. Oh. And then which one's the fool is Meatwad? Yeah. Yep. Am I the fool? The carpenter. No. The... What? Oh, okay. Right. We're not a well, com- I'm, just, I'm just checking. We're not a I classic comedy. We we defy tropes and <laughs> yeah. Don't worry oh, about what we're, we're doing. We're more like so an true. NBA. We're like more like an NBA big three. We're like yeah. Chris Mullen, Mitch Richmond, and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who am I forget? If anything, we're the four man band. If we're talking about tropes, because because we have yeah. Marissa. Hell yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We're the Beatles, dude. We're the Beatles. <laughs> we're the shitty Beatles from Liverpool. <laughs> also, yeah, it's not just a clever title. <laughs> And Bronger's Billy Preston. Yeah, dude. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that poor guy. Have you heard the Keith Richards think about it? But he like he was gay, and he's like, and then they didn't care. But I was thought that- his afro was just really big. Yeah, <laughs> is that an indicator? <laughs> I didn't know that was a that was that was a tell. You know what they say about Billy Preston, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Big afro. A little bit of a big afro. <laughs> if you know what I'm really talking big about. Afro. A little bit of that. <laughs> Kind of a gentleman with a big afro. I'll take it. Billy Preston was dope. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, Frylock. Um, Good one. I'm 
I'm picking Prelock. Thank you. If anyone at home is wondering, Eddie did knock over most of the things on this desk so she could flop down and be near the computer. Nice. Yeah, man. Kitty stuff. And now she's biting cords. Stop it. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Sorry. I mean, that's what I do when I want to be on the couch. I just kind of knock down whatever's on the couch mm-hmm. and then I'm on the couch. That's what I, <laughs> I guess be. that's what I do, too. And yeah. She doesn't have thumbs. Why are you biting everything? What'd she say? She's not talking to me, dude. <laughs> She's not talking to you right now. She's been out of voted for Biden. She's been pissed ever since. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering where you were in early January. I missed you. I missed you. <laughs> Yo, I, missed I was you. there, dude. Where? Deep cover. <laughs> Antifa. <Yeah. laughs> was Antifa. Man, so I stayed up pretty late last night watching myself on TV. Out of bed. And they do not stop running smear campaigns past like one in the morning. It's like one really? big smear campaign. On Every TV? commercial. Every single commercial. You got cable? Just, well, we have, you know, CBS. Like, we have we have the, the basics. But, yeah, it was just like, these people not even saying what they're going to do. They're just like, this person got caught with Oxycontin. And then they, and then they show a bunch of cut-up lines of Oxy, and you're like, I bet it wasn't like that. It's just that. not even a politician. They're just fucking, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, ragging like, on dudes. Jake. <laughs> Craig, who works at Costco, won't stop doing Oxycontin. I mean, they fired me for roundtable pizza. What do you want? Why are yeah. you going after me? I don't have a job. <laughs> I'm the only one who's been fired in the whole history of the organization. <laughs> uh, David Boy, time for your fourth pick. Uh, my fourth pick, I, I was just watching it last night, and I was like, you know what? She's going to make the list. I'm taking uh, Ava Coleman from Abbott Elementary, oh, played by Janelle James. A new addition. Yeah, I love it. So fucking funny. I mean, we've all known Janelle was funny forever, but Amen. like so funny, so incompetent. I love a horny boss. <laughs> yeah. I love a yeah. horny boss. Yeah. I love a boss who's out there making fun of her employees. Like boss slash bully is a yeah. fun dynamic. Oof. Watch Abbott if you haven't. Season it's two just so came good. out, and she's so, so good. good. At it. She's so yeah. good. At it. Also, shout out to my man Jordan Temple writing on there. They got they're doing it over there. Yeah, Absolutely. they are. That show's but amazing. Yeah, Ava, she's ah, uh, she's just so funny, and it's funnier with kids. Just anybody who's willing to call a kid stupid is so funny. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then she has that thing where ultimately she's actually not a bad person. Like it's just all the fun yeah. boss tropes. Hmm. She's human. She's human. She's a human being. Yeah. Yeah. And hilarious. What a great just network sitcom. It's just like showing, it's like, hey, it, you, can, you can still do it. Yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. you can still yeah. do it. You can do that. The platform, the format still works. It's also a comedy that's mostly a comedy and not a comedy that is sometimes a comedy. You know, it's just so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ava Coleman, great pick. Matt Pronger, time for your fourth. And then your final pick, as it is a serpentine draft. Okay, so my 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 final pick was tough. Uh, well, your fourth pick, it. and then your final pick. Fine. Oh, uh, okay. So I get two. Oh, okay. Then I have two. Great. Back Great. to back, Jacks. Okay. So first one is a deep cut, but I feel like this guy. This guy is an amazing boss, and I feel like he got he built an empire, and then he felt it slipping away, and then he found someone to help him with his empire. This probably a little before your guys' time. There's a movie called Big. Starring your man and mine, Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. I went with McMillan from Big, who is played by Robert Loggia. Yeah. And he's kind of, he's like up against the wall. Why aren't you guys having fun? It's a goddamn toy company. And he wanders down. He like owns F.A.O. Schwartz or whatever. And he wanders, yeah. or he owns a company that makes, he wanders into F.A.O. Schwartz and he meets a young guy who starts jumping on a piano with him. And he's like, 
fuck, man, this is what it all comes down to. It comes down to fun. And he's like, I work for your company. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, data entry, whatever. He's like, data entry, come with Just me. Put and he gives him a him. promo. And that guy saves the goddamn company because yeah. he's secretly a, an undercover boy. But, <laughs> you know. Who has sex with a woman. Ah, uh, yeah. It's crazy. So it's, talk about problematic. Ugh. Uh. Talk about dope. I'm just saying. I mean, come on. Let's be real. <laughs> yes, sir. But he, at least he's a sweet kid. But like um, a sweet boy. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't know. She didn't know. But uh, oh, no, that's why it's not problematic. It's exactly. Dope. That's hundred percent. But it's um, <laughs> yeah. That's you know. I thought Robert Loggia was so good in it, and uh, as that character was just kind of you know, there's that boss that's just like, what happened to us, man? Yeah. And people are like, the bottom line, dude, stick with it, go with it. And he's like, I don't. This isn't fun. I started making toys because it's fun. Yeah. You know, so good. So, yeah. When he's normally like a villain. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. 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 He gets murdered by Scarface. He's Scarface's boss and Scarface kills him and takes his wife. That's yeah. right. You know what a Hasa is, Frank? That's right. All I got is my word. Of- <sighs> That's Robert Lozier. I didn't. I never put that together. I know he's in uh, Over the Top. He's like the wicked grandfather in Over the Top. But oh, I yeah. Think of a ton of other a, stuff he's he in. He plays... Uh... In the Sopranos, he's um, fucking what's the what's his name in the Sopranos? He's that dude. I never watched the Sopranos. Yeah, I can't. I I remember him. I don't remember his name. Yeah, he's he's always like a a hard bitter man. But they made him a they made him a nice guy in Big, which is yeah great. yeah. Feach. Yeah, yeah. You haven't watched the Sopranos? You've seen. You know All what? of Grey's Anatomy. I love that you love what you love. Yep. That, well and said. I love you, and I well love said. you. I'm glad. I'm glad he didn't go full chud in on him. Yeah. You know, you call yourself a man. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really good. I think you'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'd like yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they had the spiral sausage, but still a good show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Most yeah. people don't have the spiral sausage. What do you want to do? No. And then, okay, for my final. I do. It runs in my family. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> for, for my final uh, boss, uh, I got to go with Megatron. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Good there you go. I mean, damn. I Megatron later became Galvatron. Yeah. Uh, but just pure, pure ambitious evil. There's nothing good about him. He's saddled with a horrible lieutenant, Starscream, who would shoot him in the back of the head if he wasn't so cowardly. Mm-hmm. Um, Starscream he, is it, a punk for real. Starscream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Megatron. Yeah. Like he's so whiny. <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah. Megatron is just that guy where you're just like that. You know, even as a kid, I was like, that's a terrifying man. That's yeah. a that's a mean dad. That's like another kid's dad who you hate, you know, because he's just like, there's there's nothing but what I want. That's all that exists in this universe. So it's just, you know. <laughs> Doesn't he turn into a gun? <laughs> yeah, he, tur- he turns into a fight. He turns into a, a, a weapon of destruction. Yeah, everyone else turns into like a plane or like a truck. Or it was always weird to me because I'm like, you're the boss, but somebody else has to fire you. Like use yeah, you. Yeah, it's interesting. You know? It's a right. commentary because he yeah. turns into a handgun. Right. Oh, he's got it. He needs to be fired by someone. I get. He it. turns into a, into a. It's it's either a 45 or a Desert Eagle, depending on yeah. you know what. <laughs> yeah. Depending on where you grew up. I know yeah, what you're yeah. saying. Depending on which militia. I'm going to go with Desert Eagle. Probably the yeah, that's most a powerful car- handgun known that's to man. That's a cartoon gun. Yeah. That is. Yeah. I've never seen but a Desert Eagle, but I bet you they are so like, what are you huge. doing? It's so big. Yeah. It will make you feel so insecure about your hand size. Yeah, it's and a, your penis. Yes. More to the point. Yeah. It's a stupid gun. 
Like it's so dumb. Like I, a guy told me if you just if you held it with one hand and fired it, just emptied a clip, mm-hmm. it would probably sprain or break your wrist. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to shoot it with one hand. Yeah, it's crazy. No, no, you're not. No, but it's just like that's too much recoil for an unsupported firearm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like w- without a stock. It's so stupid. Yeah. You know, hand cannons. Hand, hand cannons. cannons. Yeah. So Megatron, nothing else to be said. We all know him. We know him. We love him. Yeah. <laughs> Just to, st- to know him is to love him. Number one in your hearts. Decepticon boss Megatron. I love Megatron. That's a great pick. David, your final pick. Uh, I mean, this is the lightning round. Pinky from next Friday. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah. Come <laughs> on, man. Everything's pink. He's got a driver. Yeah. The driver hit a guy recently. He's he's got a desert eagle. Yes. Played by the great Clifton Powell. He's also got some hose on him. Can't be mad at that. <laughs> Big Pinky fan. Nice. Yeah. Some hose on him. Is that that's a Jerry curl, yeah? Oh yeah. It's wet. Yeah. It's yeah. wet. Big worm also would have been a good one. Staying in the Friday universe. Also a good yeah. also he was yeah. on there, but I just yeah. he's Pinky was just so quotable. Pinky's more of a traditional boss. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. He dances. He, cut, he I, I love him. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Jordan. Ari Gold. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Go with me. What am I? What am I doing? <laughs> it's like one of my favorite shows in the world. Uh, Miller Gold Agency. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's he based off of? Ari Emanuel. Ari yeah, Emanuel. Emanuel. Uh, Head of a WME. Okay. 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 Brother of Rama Emanuel. That's right. Power family. Uh, Ari Gold, time for my final pick. I'm taking Jay Peterman from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Great yeah, boss. Sure. Yeah. Fucking great boss. That's so good. <laughs> just zoning out, so in love with himself. Yeah. Lane, just great. Just always tra- yeah. tra- traveling to Mongolia, buying rare cakes. Uh, so and good. Jay Peterman's a real company, and they just named this character after That's him. That's the craziest so funny. part about it. How it's did so they crazy. get away with that? I don't know. I guess they just had the sauce back then like you that. just do it. Yeah. God God bless them for having the foresight to just go be like, fine, make fun of us. Yeah. Fine. So smart. So smart. The best free advertising we ever could have asked for. Because it was never oh. that mean. It was just funny. No. It was, he yeah. was a corporate guy, I always felt like. Yeah. A guy who talks to you like he's schooling you no matter what the conversation is. You're just right. like, all right, man. Sit back and listen. Yeah. Sean... You know, late night sets meant a lot more 10 years ago. You're like, why are you taking this away from me, dude? You know, I saw someone do that to someone. They did it about Montreal. I forget what it was, but I saw somebody be like, oh, shit. They were like, are people still doing that or whatever? And I was in the green room. I cannot remember what it was, but I was in the green room and I go, whoa, what a horrible thing you're doing. Because this person just got Montreal and this other person was acting like it wasn't a, just like what you did but yeah had another person and, gotten montreal i bet not yes, years years prior oh really and, and they, they were like because oh, it was a big deal when i did it and uh and it's not anymore and i oh, cannot remember who it was fuck but off. it was one of those things that when was you're in like, LA? Oh. no it was at helium in the green room i don't really? know who it was uh, i cannot remember well that it, person's a dick yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It just celebrate what the person has accomplished Always. why compare it to the you know, as Monty in Chicago, our buddy Monty in Chicago used to say, compare and despair, man. Compare and despair. Amen, dude. Yeah. That's it. Uh <laughs> that it. That's it. That Jay Peterman. That that concludes the draft. Marissa, do you have a pick of a fictional boss? Yeah, so I'm definitely picking a video game boss. Now this might be nice. too young of a reference for you guys, but have you guys played the Pokemon <laughs> series at all? I'm twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. I don't believe in age, but I'm forty. <laughs> All right, so in Pokemon Gold and Silver, which was the sequel in the franchise, at the very end, you climb a mountain, and at the very top, 
the final boss in the game there is Red, who was the character that you played in the original Pokemon game. In the original Pokemon. So yeah. you're basically battling Ash Ketchum <laughs> or like yourself from an older game, but it's seriously so hard. You battle like you battle the iconic Pikachu, and Pikachu is level 81, which is like the highest level Pokemon you see in like four generations of playing the game. Uh, you also fight Snorlax, Charizard, Blastoise, just all these like iconic <laughs> Pokemon. I know those ones. Yeah. No. And yeah. I know them from my nephew. The boss, because it's like a playable character, he doesn't say a single word to you the entire time. And after you defeat him, he just vanishes into thin air and the credits start rolling. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So that's my pick. Trainer Red from Pokemon Gold and Silver. Trainer Red. Excellent. Yeah. Good pick. Well, yeah. Yeah. Great pick. And to recap, Marissa took Trainer Red. Matt, you went first. You took Sam Malone, the Alien Queen, Michael Scott, McMillan from Big, and Megatron. Yeah. David, you went second. You took Buck Strickland, Ronald Wayne, Selena Meyer, Ava Coleman, and Pinky from next Friday. Sean Jordan, you went third. You took Polly Cicero, Bill Lundberg, Dr. Miranda Bailey, Frylock, and Ari Gold. I went last. I took Hank Scorpio, Miranda Priestley, Goro, Santa Claus, and Jay Peterman. I feel like I got to go clock in. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> incredible. Incredible. <laughs> uh, we want to hear yours. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the All Fantasy Everything Patreon. Thank you for being an amazing boss to us. Shout out to everyone on the AFE Shaslackity. Shout out to Super. Producer Marissa. Come to our live shows, headgum.com slash live for all the ticket links. Yeah, come find the dates. Swing by the HeadGum Studios to see Marissa's face on Sunset yeah, Boulevard. Yeah, all of our faces. All so of red. our faces. Uh, shout out to St. Sue Carmel. Shout out to the AFE subreddit. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. Shout out to Sid the Dude. Shout out to Doug, dude. Shout out to Doug. <laughs> Where Doug are you living? We need negative uh, role models, too. Uh, and more important than all of that, tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shikakiri! That was a headgum podcast.